everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm really excited for my guest this week. It's been a little bit of a while coming because we've been planning this together. Um, her name is Yasser. Am I saying that right? Make sure I'm not. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. She <laughs> yeah. is from Dubai, but living in London right now, which is so cool. Um, she is a certified yoga and meditation teacher, and she's just very well knowledge on um, and well read on all things wellness, health meditation, things like that. So I'm really excited to pick her brain today and kind of get more into this. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to speak um, on your podcast and, you know, get into all things wellness, yoga, meditation, and just implementing a good, healthy lifestyle into your daily practice. So I'm really, really excited to be here. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited you're here. And especially because that's the kind of content I love to watch anyway. So getting to talk to you personally about it is so cool for me because you have just a different expertise and knowledge on it. So let's just dive right in. How do you, I know how I define wellness and what wellness means to me? What does it mean to you? To me, um, first of all, I'm going to start off by saying like, you're so right. Um, you know, Wellness is very subjective, I believe. Um, everyone has a different definition as to what wellness means to them. And it can look like what wellness is to me can look very different to what it is to you. Um, so I would just go off by saying like wellness is just about, you know, looking and reflecting on your, your daily habits, um, your daily practices that kind of make your day a better day, a good day. Um, just just implementing habits into your daily practice that kind of you know make make you automatically a happier person if it's not a quick um if it's there's no quick response to you being a happier person or you're feeling better by the end of the day it's very it's a slow and gradual process to becoming better better every day um i well wellness is to me is, is basically just taking care of your you know your daily diet your practice your move uh your movement um the way you are around people uh who you surround yourself with um what you expose yourself to and like for me that's basically like you know keeping a good amount of people in my life that are I know that are healthy relationships um implementing practices in, into my daily life which is you know um exercising regularly going to bed um at a good time eating a um healthy diet when I can but I also believe in balance so also you know going out with your with your girlfriends if you'd like to one night um you know having hot chocolate or a cake or a chocolate whenever you feel like having it like I it's just not about putting a restriction to myself and going um according to what my gut is telling me to do and what my intuition feels like and just basically playing it based on based on that and I really think that you know you know for me like I'm the type of person who wakes up early in the morning gets things done um like just right off the bat from you know the early hours of the day whereas you know wellness to you could mean you know waking up a bit later sleeping in and then you know going for a workout at the end of the day whereas I like working out at the beginning of the day so you know it's it's very it's very very different for each person and, and individual and it's all about respecting what suits you as a person and sticking to it and you know also creating the boundaries of you know if you wanted to do something uh with regards to making sure you're taking care of your wellness and that could mean um, I have to make sure that I, I 
work out today or I have to make sure that I, you know, get certain things done that I know will make me happy by the end of the day. And if there are things that are going to come in the way of that, so whether that's like someone who's like, okay, hey, like, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? Or, hey, um, I want to go check this out. Will you have time to, to do this with me today? It's, it's about learning how to say no to kind of stick to that disciplinary lifestyle of doing what's best for you. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not interested in, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not interested in going out with your friends or having fun. It just basically means that you're prioritizing your needs um, and wants first before, um, you know, feeling like you have to go out and enjoy this time with your friend or um, kind of give yourself that space to, to, you know, relax a bit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I, like I said before, this could mean so different to another person and like a, another person could view, can view wellness in an, a whole other lens, but um, that's just how I perceive it. And I respect other people's views on wellness as well. So yeah, it's, it is a very, very subjective um, type of lifestyle and a subjective field that could be, that could mean different things for different people. Mm -hmm. I have always viewed it as like, I love how you mentioned boundaries because I feel like that's such a big part of it. Like you have to know your own boundaries, but also it almost seems like there's like categories for wellness like that's how just my brain works is okay there's like my physical wellness area my emotional awareness uh, emotional awareness my emotional wellness but all these things play a part on each other right like you can't you're most likely not emotionally well if you're not physically well and vice versa but so I would argue that you can't be quote unquote, well, unless you have some sort of physical part of your life that is that kind of release of energy, getting your body moving. It seems like you can't be well, whatever wellness means to you. It does seem like we have to agree that you can't get to whatever that definition is for you unless we're, you're moving your body in some way. And it doesn't have to be yoga. It could be anything, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, 100% does not have to be yoga at all. It could be any form of movement movement whatsoever. Um, I really do believe that, you know, taking care of your physical well-being has a great attachment and connection to your emotional well-being. And, you know, for me, taking care of my mental health, um, I look at it in the sense where I, you know, when I exercise automatically, like, you know, before you exercise or before you want to exercise, you have this thought like, oh, like, I really can't like bring myself to go to the gym today, or I can't really bring myself to go for a walk or go to this class that my friend is suggesting to, you know, try out with me. And it's so you, like for me, whenever I always have that sort of like hesitation before working out, after working out, I automatically feel amazing. I always feel so great. So there's just never, um, like I never ever regret a workout or I never ever regret moving my body because before I'd be like, oh, I'm really not in the mood for this. But then afterwards, I just feel like I'm on top of the world. Right. Just because I've moved my body, I, I, you know, let out some sweat, I release some endorphins and you just automatically feel so, so great. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're right. It does not have to be yoga related. It could be um, a Pilates class. It could be a walk in the park, going for a run. It could be a hit class. It could be rock climbing, trekking, whatever it is, you know, whatever 
your form of physical movement is, um, stick to that and try to implement it into your life. And it doesn't, that doesn't mean you have to go and exercise every single day. Mm -hmm. But if you're taking care of yourself, let's say two to three times a week, three to four times a week, that's amazing. That's really, really great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the way I look at this is, when you're a lot of a lot of us make excuses for not moving our bodies or not working out like you know I have so much work to do I have to you know get to that call that I've been meaning to make for so long right now or so I don't have time to go to the gym I don't have time to sign up for this class you're doing something that's good for you mm -hmm. right and you're showing up for yourself and I strongly believe in this that if you don't show up for yourself how are you going to show up for others how are you going to make time for others? How are you going to give a healthy version of yourself to others if you can't give yourself that time to work out, to take care of your diet, to move your body, to make sure that you're in a healthy state in order for you to be present and to give healthy energy, healthy time to others. And it's also about, you know, whenever you are, taking care of your mental health and let's say that's you um going out with a friend for coffee or going out for like a night out with your with your girls um for me in my head I personally believe that if I can't take care of myself first if I can't show myself the love and respect and that means to my mind and to my body how am I going to be there for my friends how am I going to be open to hearing like what they have to tell me, what they have to open up to me about if I can't be there for myself first. Mm -hmm. So I I strongly believe in making time for yourself. And that means moving your body every single day, mm -hmm. um, listening to what your body has to say. So let's say if you are always committed to, you know, going to the gym or, you know, for implementing some sort of exercise into your daily practice, learning how to listen to your body if it's tired and be like, okay, my I need to rest. If you need to rest, listen to that. Like, go and take a nap. Sleep in a bit more. Um, just listening to what your body has to say and not ignoring it. Because at the end of the day, that's going to come out in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come out, out in this huge explosion where um, because you haven't given yourself time to relax and recover and reflect, you're, you're going to burn out. Right. You're going to be stressed. And it'll come out in different ways different illnesses like you might get really sick because you're not taking care of your body um you'll get really tired and then you can't show up for let's say work or class or whatever it is that you get up to during your day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. so I really really believe that you know in order for you to be there and be present and holy and enjoying yourself to the fact that I'm not only here for myself but I'm here for others you really need to make time Mm -hmm. And that means to making time to what is important to you mm -hmm. and what's healthy for you and what, like we said, defines wellness in, in this context of, you know, taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it seems like all these practices is like what you said of just find that thing for yourself that gets you into the state of presence so that mm -hmm. you can then show up more fully for people in your life and even for yourself. So if we're yeah. talking about like the physical movement, because there's, I feel like this kind of gets jumbled up sometimes with self-care. And sometimes we think of self-care as like doing a face mask and things like that, but it's so different. It's also 
taking care of your emotional state and your physical state, but let's say we're talking about our, our physical state and how that is translating into our emotional state. Um, why do you think yoga itself is so, it seems like a fast track way to do that more than, okay. I'm just talking for me personally, because maybe some people don't feel that way, but I Mm. drop into presence so much quicker and easier through a yoga practice versus like running on the treadmill. I mean, it's a different kind of intensity of presence, but yoga isn't one of the the definitions of yoga, like just unity and kind of just oneness. Yes. So to answer your question as to why, like, why would people tend to, you know, fast track it to yoga? Because if you, if you, if you'd want to be present, wholly present, or if you'd want to kind of slow down, um, I, I personally look at yoga as a form of movement where I allow myself to slow down Mm -hmm. and, to be present and that's how I perceive that's how I look at yoga and obviously people can you know resort to yoga for different reasons and different um you know there's different reasons as to why people would want to go for a yoga practice personally in my day-to-day life because I live in a system in a in a routine where I wake up early in the morning I I get some movement done I um eat a healthy breakfast and then I, you know, do whatever work it is or whatever it is that will fulfill me in the early hours of the day before I get to my day-to-day um, activities, whether that's work or studying. Putting that aside, you have this routine that's in place, a timetable time that you're always following, that you're going by this, okay, I have to do this and then I have to go do that and then achieve this and achieve that. that and then you're, you're always on the go. Whereas like yoga is a practice that allows you to just slow down mm-hmm. and become connected with how your body's feeling. How are you feeling physically and emotionally? And a lot of people, whenever you practice, if you're not used to practicing yoga, when you give yourself in the permission to slow down, it could be really tough because you're always at on this go, 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 go mode that's on in your body and in your system that when once you start to, and you begin to slow down you're just like oh my god okay wait this feels very weird I'm not enjoying this whatsoever I just can't wait till this class is over mm-hmm. I just I, I just want to get out of here mm-hmm. and that's completely 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 normal especially in this day and age where we're kind of in this world where you always have to get things done you always have to achieve something by this certain deadline or this time and I think it's it's about time that we kind of break that stereotype and you know break that t- like way of thinking like by this age you kind of have to have this accomplished or by this period in your life you need to have done this and that or whatever everyone's journey everyone's chapter everyone's way in life is so different everyone's everyone's story is completely completely different so whenever you practice yoga in my opinion this is and from my experience yoga has really allowed me to just slow down and become connected with how my body's feeling at a certain stage or a certain period in my life and then how that connects to my mind mm. um and whenever trust me in the beginning I was like 
whenever I started practicing yoga, I was like, this is so slow. Because whenever I was in school, I always used to be interested in dance and dance always included like some form of, of music, like upbeat music. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it would, it would have been like hip hop and ballet that I used to like, you know, um, involve myself in and running. I used to, I used to love running. I used to do cross country back whenever I was in school. So whenever I got into yoga, that was in the beginning stages of my university experience, my university life. And at the beginning, I was like, why is yoga? Like, why is this such a slow, why is everyone so obsessed with this form of movement? Like, I just don't get it. I don't understand. And then the more I allowed myself to practice and I I allowed myself to, you know, give myself the patience to really understand what this whole form of movement is, is about. I really began to enjoy it because it just put me in this place where I was completely like I began to feel complete bliss after a class even before the class I was like oh, I'm just not in the mood to go to this but then afterwards I'm like wow mm-hmm. I feel absolutely amazing mm-hmm. and even if I end up you know finishing a class and then I'm just feeling a bit agitated or I'm feeling a bit like off it's my body's way of telling me that there's something up that's going on in my life where it's like I'm a bit stressed here Mm -hmm. um I need to get you know I need to get back to this thing where I need to kind of solve or you know find a solution to this problem or this issue or whatever so if your body is saying something to you or if you feel weird or great after a workout class or something like whatever it is that you define movement in your life um it's your body's way of telling you what's going on in your life how are you feeling physically and emotionally and actually a practice that I tend to do whenever I'm teaching a class is I always ask my students to jot down how they're feeling physically and emotionally before a class and then I have them write down how they're feeling physically and emotionally after a class and that way you become more self-aware of what's going on in your body and what's going on in your head and because of that, because you're more connected to yourself and because you're more aware of what's going on within you, you can begin to take actions to either make it a better situation or, you know, you decide to do with, you get to decide what, what, what to do with how you're feeling physically and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that allows you to take the next step and to take the next act, course of action mm-hmm. based on that. So for me, that's what, I believe is like one of the benefits and the values that I take out of practicing yoga Mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be yoga at the end of the day it could mean anything like I love trekking I absolutely love trekking and I love hiking and I love being in the mountains Mm -hmm. and being in the mountains is my form of meditation or it doesn't have to be mountains it could be by the sea it could be in the park but going for a nice slow walk becoming aware of everything that's around me you know just getting in tune with nature on its own for myself Mm-hmm. is a form of meditation and I could feel completely horrible I, I could feel horrible before I walk and then after that I'm just like wow I feel amazing right. so um it's just about you know doing what's best for you you know going for what's what's good for you and listening to that and if it doesn't always turn out to be an amazing workout for you or you don't always feel amazing after a workout mm-hmm. fine that's completely okay it's just your body's way of saying, okay, I need to slow down a bit, or maybe I can pick things up a bit, you know, and you have days where your practice is amazing, you're, you're flexible, you're in tune with the way your body's moving, um, you're not feeling restricted or tight. And then there are days where you seriously cannot move a single joint. Yep. And that's okay. 
because you always hear stereotypes like oh you have to be flexible for yoga or you have to be physically active and in tune with your breath work and meditation and all that sort of stuff no you don't and also you need to like you need to start somewhere in order for you to get somewhere right so whenever someone says to me oh yes sir i'm not flexible i don't know how to do it i don't know how i'll be able to go to a yoga class or you know start and begin a yoga practice well yeah like why don't you start first like mm-hmm. give yourself the permission to experience like what it's like to be in a yoga class to kind of experiment with certain positions and certain there are different types of yoga as well like it's not just yoga is like just one yeah. you have vinyasa you have ashtanga you have hot yoga uh, you have yin yoga so there are so many different types of yoga and it's all about trying out the different classes mm-hmm. seeing what suits you if you feel like you kind of want a restorative practice go to a yin class mm-hmm. you know something to kind of just like slow down the pace a bit and kind of you know relax before ending the day or if you kind of want like a healer practice mm-hmm. go to an ashtanga class a power class So there are different forms of practices that can suit different forms of movement, moods, body types, whatever it is. And I think it's it's amazing that you're not restricted to just one type of movement or practice. Yeah. You so you got to just figure out what works best for you, what feels best for your body. Do you think that um that the way like we've westernized a lot of yoga and I've never been in any environment that's been more like aligned with the ancient practices. Like I'm saying doing it out of the, when I say that, I mean doing it outside of the United States. Like a dream of mine would be to go to like a yoga practice in a traditional setting in India or something like that. And I just have this image that it would be a very different practice. I know the ancient practices just don't have a lot of the poses that are incorporated here and things like that. So do you feel like it removes the purpose of yoga by becoming so westernized? Or do you feel like it just serves a different purpose? Or is it the same? Mm. I think um, with regards to this question, I personally believe um this is also again a very subjective uh you know I think this is a very subjective um kind of approach to this type of uh question or this type of field within yoga um a lot of people can go to a yoga class to just move their body just as a form of movement just for the physical aspect of yoga Mm-hmm. um a lot of people can practice yoga because it's not just a physical um movement for them but there's also a spiritual aspect to that as well um yoga can be a religion for some people it, it's a type of lifestyle for some people mm-hmm. um it really comes down to i feel like the person that you are uh before you kind of kind of attach whether this is a western type of lifestyle or a western type of movement or was is it going back to the ancient traditions or the ancient pra- practices when it comes to practicing yoga um yoga is and does stem from like buddhist uh, foundations in the past and it still does and if, if you if you want to um attach a religious uh, aspect to yoga that's completely it's your it's your opinion it's your choice it's whatever you it's how you define yoga right 
um, there are people who have a belief in other religions, and that could be, you know, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, whatever it is that you believe in, whatever it is at all, um, or any other faith, um, or if you believe in a higher, higher, uh, a higher God, but you just don't know what it is. Um, it doesn't matter, but you could you can believe in whatever it is that you want to believe in, but not look at yoga in a religious way. More of a it's more of a practice that's a physical practice for you, or it can mean it's um it's spiritual in the sense where I'm becoming more in tune with who I am. I'm becoming more in tune with my body. I'm becoming more in tune with my mind. Um, it can mean so many different things, so many different things to so many different types of people. Um, and at the end of the day, it could just be a physical practice mm -hmm. or it could be religious or it could be whatever you want to define it as. Mm -hmm. um, I do believe personally, um, yoga, yoga nowadays has had such a huge, there's been such a huge impact on yoga, especially with, with Instagram or whatever social media you follow, but specifically Instagram, like you have these yoga pages where there's like whether you're like a complete pro at moving your body or handstands and headstands and all these inversions and whatever it is fantastic that's great for you I'm proud of you that's amazing that you can do and you can move your body in that way but a lot of people have kind of attached this kind of um perception on yoga that you have to look the certain way or you have to be dressed that certain way or this is what yoga is like uh in our day-to-day -day practice no it's not you know, it's all about moving your body that feels great for you. Mm -hmm. It's moving your body at your own pace, at your own time. Um, if you can do handstands and headstands, that's great. If you can just do a child's pose and a downward dog, that's all right as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, we get, we're also caught up in this kind of era where it's your, everyone's, it's kind of a toxic positivity area where positivity era where you're always like, oh, I always need to be happy. I always need to be feeling great. But no, it's like, you can feel down. You are allowed to feel down. You're allowed to like take care of your mental health. You're allowed to say no to things that you don't want to say like yes to, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that um, you, like, you shouldn't always feel great. You shouldn't always be like, I'm always moving my body. I'm always eating healthy. I'm always like, you know, um, sleeping, sleep, going to bed at 10 a.m. at 10 p.m. and then up by five or up by six. If you want to sleep in, sleep in. If you want to go out for a girls' night out, go out. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe in, I'm the type of person that believes in balance. Mm -hmm. I believe in taking care of your your mind and body, but also learning how to have fun mm -hmm. and not being too harsh on yourself. And you know, don't burn yourself out too too easily. Like, listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to your gut, and act based on that not based on what wellness is on based on, like with regards to this influencer on instagram mm -hmm. or this yoga page right it means it just comes back to that foundation of you know what does wellness mean to you yeah and how does it look like to you and i think you know your instagram is a great place for example to to promote yoga and to promote the wellness field but as well i believe that if something doesn't necessarily work out for you that's your way of respecting your body and respecting what your body's asking for and your needs and your wants because what may work for you may not work for me 100%, right 100%. and that doesn't necessarily mean for example if you like to do this and you like to that to that to do that I can't be 
associated with you or be friends right. with you. No. Right. Um, it's, it's just everyone's everyone's body is different. Everyone's mind is different. Everyone's, you know, approach to life is different. It's all about you respecting that and coming to terms with what works for you and what doesn't. Yep. So in all areas, wellness, movement, everything, we all need to figure out what is that for you and allow yes. ourselves the flexibility to try a bunch of things. Try yoga if you don't like, don't, and then also don't feel like there's something wrong with you if you don't like a practice that it seems like it's very mainstream that a lot of people like for that healing aspect. You, If you don't like it, you just don't like it and that's okay and find what works for you. And I feel like that gets you closer to this view of what wellness should be for you so define everything on your own terms right exactly yeah. exactly and you know um I also believe in the sense of like you know you are, are who you expose yourself to or what you expose yourself to mm -hmm. and if you feel like you're going down the drain let's say if you're very active on on social media mm -hmm. and if you feel like you're going down the drain where like oh I feel like I should be doing this and I should be doing that or whatever maybe limit the content that you follow or limit who you, like you know you can have a really healthy relationship with social media it's all about how you um kind of tackle it and how you go about using social media mm -hmm. in my in my personal opinion and it also depends on who you hang out with in, in real life as well like mm -hmm. who are like who do you expose yourself to on a day-to-day -day basis right yeah. Yeah. and you could have a group of friends that are so into taking care of their health and love to go out to like different workout classes going and trying out different cafes and you know um different I don't know like whatever suits you in terms of living a healthy lifestyle right um and then you can have friends that you know you study with or you work with it all goes down to how you divide your time how you expose yourself to certain different types of content people uh like your lifestyle and you respecting what works for you and what doesn't mm -hmm. um and if some if you know deep down like if you are well for my in my in my experience because I'm so connected to my yoga practice it's created such a good connection with how I feel deep down in my body and whenever I know something's not right for me I automatically have this like my intuition is for me it's on point like when I know something's not right for me it usually is like 99.9% not right for me and mm -hmm. um the more you are in tune with how your how your mind is working and how your body's working the more you'll be able to respect your boundaries and respect and follow what's right for you and what isn't right 100% and you yeah. are the reflection of i think it's your six the six closest people in your life i think that's how it goes so just yeah, give yeah. yourself like a good little mixture of people if you don't want to be one specific way or you can be just one specific type of person but I like to kind of do that with my friend groups where I have like my mixtures of of personalities and, and that's just life right like I don't think we should be so like rigid in our in our thinking in that way so yeah just figure out what what works for you so what do you feel like are little habits that you do on like a daily basis that kind of keep you in check not just physically but which results as like emotionally keeping your head in the same spot like what are little things that you you actually do that really help you um before I go into like the nitty-gritty of everything that I do like let's say on a daily on a daily basis I I try to do at least like one good thing for myself every single day and it kind of like puts me in that headspace where you know, if something bad were to happen to me, 
God forbid, like something were to happen to me that day that like, you know, didn't really put me in the, in the greatest mood. Um, I automatically go back to that one good thing that I did for myself today and just be like, okay, wow, I'm actually grateful because I got this done or, you know, I did one good thing for myself today. And I know that, you know, I'm not really necessarily feeling, feeling the greatest. I still did something that's great for me. Mm-hmm. And it kind of puts you in that gratitude mode where like you know I'm thankful for what I did like for myself and um it's like taking those little steps steps to make you a happier person mm-hmm. right um usually I'm the type of person that I, I I like to get up early in the morning and that could be around five or six in the morning um wake up I try to avoid my phone first thing like first few hours of the day like first hour of the day I try to avoid it um just because I don't want to get I don't want my first thing in the morning to be based my first thought in the morning to be based on something I read on you know Instagram or something a message that I got or whatever even no matter how great that message is I just want to wake up and you know respect that first hour of the day and give it to myself Mm -hmm. um wake up have a glass of water you know actually wake up and you know incorporate some sort of movement um in my day-to-day practice and I try to like I like to have that in the first few hours of the day mm-hmm. um eat, eat a healthy breakfast after I move mm-hmm. um you know reflect in the morning I am a faithful person I believe in my faith and so I um I try to pray in the morning as well give some some time in the morning to that um yeah so basically just you know giving yourself that time in the early morning without any distractions while the world is still asleep basically to kind of respect what you like to do and what you um would like to do for yourself before the day really begins Mm -hmm. and whenever I do that in the first few hours of the day um obviously this could look so different to other people like what suits other people may not suit me but um whenever I get you know these little like rituals and practices done in the beginning in the first few hours of the day it really just sets me um it sets my mood and like I really I get I get so positive I get so happy um and I know that I've just done like one good thing for myself this morning and I feel like I've lived a whole other day in just yeah. those few hours yeah. of the morning before I go to work or before I go to you know my class whatever it is I have up for that day mm-hmm. I have lived a whole other day in just those first two hours of the morning and it's just it's amazing it's mm-hmm. I, I love it I, I I wouldn't replace it for anything else in the world mm-hmm. um and I just go on with my day. I um, I like to have a balanced uh, diet when it comes to eating. So I'm not really like, oh my God, no, like this has like this many calories or whatever. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the type of person that if I want to, I go based on what my gut is saying. So if I feel like I want to have a nice salad, I'll have a salad. If I want to have cake, I'll have cake, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just go based on what my, you know, my gut is telling me to eat and what I what my body is asking for and I'll go for that mm-hmm. um but then I also know you know when to stop when I feel like okay this is too much for me or no I'm not eating enough like I need to eat right mm-hmm. and for me like eating is a very I have a special relationship with food I feel like I need to you know make sure that I am eating well and I am going about a um, healthy approach when it comes to eating and not saying no to things that I've, I feel like I would like to eat mm-hmm. and, you know, prevent, basically preventing myself from something that I'm craving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to really keep a healthy, a healthy balance when it comes to, you know, my 
my eating habits and whenever I am eating I try to like for example not stay on my phone or not scroll on my phone Mm -hmm. and I you know I I like to be present when I'm eating um actually a a nice thing a nice um, aspect of my teacher training that I've done in Guatemala is that we used to have silent hours or silent days Mm -hmm. um basically you would have or sorry silent dinners that's what it was and we would basically have dinner but no one was allowed to speak to each other mm-hmm. you're just there in front of, and there's someone sitting in front of you and you could easily like talk mm-hmm. or you're just you're talking with your facial expressions mm-hmm. you're enjoying the food you're indulging in all the flavors and the taste and you're really slowing down because when you're around and let's say if you're going out for lunch or dinner you get so caught up in the conversation that you're having that you forget to chew and that's really bad for your digestive system Mm -hmm. so when you really slow down when it comes to eating a healthy meal or like whatever a meal in general sorry not healthy meal a meal Mm -hmm. you really like you really really enjoy enjoy the experience and it is eating food is an experience it really is well in my in my in my from my perspective but we we tend to we tend to disregard it because we're so we're always on the go you know Mm -hmm. in this day and age and we don't really respect that aspect of our life um I love to go out for coffee with you know my friends you know go for a walk go try out this place go check out this place whatever it is um I like to dedicate some time to people that I consider important in my life Mm -hmm. and one thing that really keeps me grounded is surrounding myself with you know people that I feel like even if we're not exactly, we don't have the exact same lifestyle or routine, um, just similar values and morals and ways of thinking. Yep. Um, and it really always, it always just puts me in a good mood to just go grab coffee with a girlfriend or go out with like a group of friends, whatever it is, it just always instantly puts me in a good mood. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, I always, um, I'm always down for, you know, going for a walk and coffee with whoever it is I would like to go for and share that with. Um before I go to bed, I always write down three things that make me happy, that that made me happy in that day, or three things that I'm grateful for. So that could mean um, I was able to give myself some time today to kind of just go for a run. I went out with my friends and we caught up and she's someone that I haven't seen in a long time. I um, tried out this place. So three things that you're grateful for, and it doesn't have to be huge events or huge, you know, milestones that you're achieving. It could be just the little things. Mm-hmm. And then once you keep track of that on a regular basis, you're ending your day on a night on a nice note. First, first of all, and second of all, um, the more you become aware of what you're grateful for, your body becomes automatically adjusted to, you know, thinking in a thinking of like of like let's say the glass being a place of abundance full rather yeah. than half empty right you know right so that you automatically yeah. shift into that state of gratitude and that just that higher space and I feel like we need little tricks like that to just push us there immediately like just for think about what you're grateful for and then automatically you're just bringing in more gratitude every single day because you're used to it so it just becomes a habit I think like getting to the point of making all these things habits versus things that you do once in a while is really important because then it's like it just becomes part of the way you operate you know yeah Yeah. and you know I think as well like we can also really like sometimes beat ourselves up for like oh my god like I was doing so great these past few weeks with you know keeping a 
a good workout routine in and taking care of my sleeping schedule. And then you go out one night and you're like, oh, like this completely messed things up for me. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Like you can allow yourself, give yourself the permission to go out and have fun. And having fun can mean so many different things for right. different types of people, right? right? It can mean going out to a workout class or it can mean going out with your friends. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like something's like kind of like, you know, messed up your routine or your schedule that's okay Mm -hmm. like give yourself the permission to do something that you want to do and go out and break the routine a bit because if it's just always based on this based on that blah blah blah, like you're never like you're never going to change things up a bit and experience what may suit you when you always have that what if I did this or what if I did that like you'll always have that question mark in your head so allow yourself to have fun and if you mess up that's okay mm-hmm. like you're allowed to have days that aren't exactly the greatest days and it's from those days that you pick yourself up again and be like okay this actually does not suit me at all yeah and I need to respect the fact that I actually want to stick to this type of lifestyle I want to stick yeah. to this type of you know um routine or whatever it is you'd like to do right um for me it's all about balance so I make sure that I'm taking care of myself but I'm also making sure that if I want to go out with my friends if I want to try that or if I need to you know kind of sacrifice this class to try out this new thing in my life then why not right but then if I discover that it's not for me go back to what I Mm -hmm. what suits me Mm -hmm. so it's all about yeah all about balance it is yeah 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 so bringing us back to balance, what is your favorite thing about teaching yoga? Um, I would say, honestly, it's all about the social aspect for me. Mm-hmm. So whenever I started uh, yoga, uh, which was, well, not started practicing yoga, but started teaching yoga, uh, a lot of my friends were very, very supportive of me starting out and, you know, um, having classes put in place and workshops and events. So a lot of my friends were very supportive of the fact that I was, you know, teaching and, you know, starting my Instagram page and all that kind of stuff. So um, whenever I was, whenever I had been teaching, I'm not teaching at the minute just because I am currently pursuing exams within the legal field. Mm-hmm. So my headspace is just there. But once I'm done with those exams, I will be uh, back to my regular schedule, like my regular schedule with regards to teaching every single week. Um, so I'm just making this little sacrifice for a temporary short period of time before I go back to teaching. But uh, whenever I was teaching in the past couple of months, um, my friends would always come to my classes. And after that, you'd have like a conversation with them where you go out for coffee or brunch. And it just put my, it was every single Sunday and it was just such a beautiful way of spending your Sunday morning Mm -hmm. is teaching this class and moving with your friends, moving with new relationships as well. Like you're, you have new faces in your class as well. You're creating these new connections and afterwards going out for a coffee, for a walk, um, spending the day together. And it's honestly like, it was, it's the best experience for me. It's the, I think it's the best part of teaching yoga is the the community aspect that I gain out of it and I've made a lot of new um, friendships and connections out of just teaching my classes just because a friend of mine would bring her friend or they would bring their sibling or you know their parents or whatever it is and you get to you gain this deeper connection with your friends or your students whoever it is that attend your class and I think that's a beautiful way of looking at being a teacher and I think one of the best things as well for me when it comes to teaching is I know the impact that yoga has on me. So whenever I get to share that 
as a teacher and give that gift to students and see that impact on them I I feel like the happiest person ever just because I'm sharing that energy with them and it's 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 a beautiful thing to witness um yeah I I, I wouldn't I I couldn't replace it with anything else it is it, it is truly um I think a blessing to be able to teach and to share that with with students and friends and new faces and you know even meet, meet, meeting new people like you as well like yeah. this is where yoga has gotten me so it's it's, it's yeah. nice it's, it's a beautiful beautiful part of my life I would say yeah I love that I love that connection piece too because even for me my favorite part of going to the class is meeting other people and it's just interesting to be around a group of people that you can tell most likely look at life the same way. We kind of like see the world through a similar lens. Um, maybe not exactly, but you know, it, there's just a certain energy that's in the room and everyone's open and open to connecting as well. And I, I, I love that part of it too. It, it just makes the experience more enjoyable too. Cause yoga by yourself, it's just a, it's just a different experience. That's all. It is. Yeah. yeah. And like I said before, if you don't like yoga, that's okay. Mm -hmm. If you've tried and tried and tried to practice yoga, that's okay. But, you know, moving for you can mean, can look and mean so many different things, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you'd rather go to a cycle class, if you'd rather go for a walk, if you'd rather go to a Pilates class, just do what's best for you, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. And respecting that, respecting that and coming to terms with what's okay and what's not. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. Well, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope um, it was as insightful for you as it was for me. I really like just hearing you talk about just your insight on all these things. Thank you so much. I, I really respect that. And I really, really did enjoy my time. And I'm, I'm so happy that um, you asked me to come on here and share my experiences with you and just my point of view when it comes to you know the wellness field and yoga and just implementing daily practices and rituals into your life to make it a better you know to day by day make it a better uh, lifestyle for yourself and I'm happy I get to share that with you and others whoever is listening and on this um, whenever this gets released but thank yeah. you so much for having me yeah. and I'm so glad to have you know connected with you and to have shared this experience like this experience with you as well and yeah I'm so happy to see where this will go and um for me as well like I whenever it comes to teaching I always look at myself as a student as well mm -hmm. um so you're you yes you are a teacher but day by day you're also learning new things and new uh ways of practices and um just certain habits that suit you and don't suit you anymore and I I am always open to that and I hope you know whoever is listening and on this will also get will get to understand that you know you learn you learn so many things every single day so just be okay with what suits you and what doesn't and you know respect that 100% yeah no I loved it as yeah. well and I wish you weren't so far we would go get a coffee or something that would be so fun <laughs> but yeah this is so I know, cool but this is but cool the world is so small I know the exactly. world is actually so small like you'll never know you can find yourself in London you can find yourself in Dubai I could be there at the same time and we could always you know yes meet up. yes absolutely absolutely please let everyone know where they can connect with you and see all your stuff as well yes so um I'm mainly present on Instagram so you can connect with me on yoga with Yusur. Um, to spell my name, that's Y-U-S-U-R. 
so yeah, I am quite active on Instagram. I tend to post um, on my stories quite often or I respond back to messages quite quickly. So if you ever need to ask me anything yoga related or would like to ask questions that to get deeper into your practice or how you can start a yoga practice, let me like, you know, fill me in, ask me questions. I'm more than happy to share my insights on that as well. Um, and yeah, share my energy with you, even if it's not, present the physical presence uh, i hope i get to share that with you on my instagram and you get connected um if you don't have instagram you could also email me but i'm not that active on my email addresses <laughs> i don't i don't tend to email people but that's just if you don't um if you don't use instagram um and that's yoga with yesir at gmail.com <laughs> Awesome. I'm also going to add all of your sort of stuff in the description so you guys can check that out yeah. and I'll tag her on Instagram so it'll just be easy for you. Um, so thank you Thanks. again so much for today. This was amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this conversation as well and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye.